Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Welcome! Hi, sisters. OK Sis, Israel edition. Israel edition. Shalom. Yerushalayim. That's all I know of the song. Um, what was the song we were singing all yesterday? So Mads and I went to Jewish summer camp, obviously. Shout out to Hess Kramer. R.I.P. <laughs> no, okay, that don't, don't Sorry. that is terrible. Oh my god, it, <laughs> it got burnt, burned it down, burnt down, down the Malibu fires. fires, which is like Sorry, it's not funny. devastating to us. Um, anyways, I'm we're in Israel. We went to so well, let's recap to my trip first. Okay. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, my name. Hi, I am Scout. I'm Mads. And we're the sisters behind OKSIS podcast. Yep. And I sincerely apologize. Um, she, she sounds like a dying horse. Yeah, I am sick. And you made me do this at 7 in the morning, so like, fuck you. You made me do this at no, 7 in the morning. No, don't even. I said we should podcast last night, and you were like, no, I don't want it. I was like, I really don't want to podcast at 7 in the morning. I am not sick. Really, not really sure why we had to do this at 7 in the morning when we're 10 hours ahead. We could have done it at 5 p.m., and it would have come out in the morning. Because I like it when it comes out early. We get more we get more downloads the earlier we publish it, okay? Okay. And Dad wants to leave at like 9.30 to go to the Shook in the Old City. Yeah, I'm skipping out on that. Yeah, I'm going. Because um, I haven't been to the wall yet. I know. It is. I don't really have an appropriate clothing for the wall, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. Anyways, what was I talking about? Yeah, oh, yes, my trip. Yeah. So um, Adam and I went to Italy. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw all my beautiful posts. Um, we went to Florence for three days and then we went to Siena, which is in Tuscany. And let me tell you, Tuscany is breathtaking. I mean, it looks breathtaking. It is the most beautiful countryside I have ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. We went for my friend Gabby's wedding and she was a dream, just a vision. Um, and the, the, the wedding, the, the dinner was like one long table in like this forest it was gorgeous um what's that movie tuscany under the tuscan Tuscan, under the tuscan sun i've never seen that movie. were you living that you were diane lane well i've never seen that movie so i don't know um anyways and then i got i started feeling really sick the night of the wedding i started getting a sore throat so we left we left the wedding at like 12 30 and it went till two i mean i was there for over 12 hours yeah that's nuts and um, my feet were killing me and i was getting the sore throat so we decided to go home and we had to wake up at six in the morning to catch our flight to rome no catch our flight from rome to israel Mm -hmm. 
So I got four hours of sleep and I woke up feeling so sick. And you can tell everyone how I rolled into Israel looking. I was a hot yeah, You mess. looked like a goat. You're a hot balagan. As hot I, balagan. As I would like to say that now that we're in Israel. Um, yeah, you looked like a ghost. There was no color in your face and you were very boring. Oh, well, I had chills and body aches all over my body. Thank yes, you very but much. But we were going to like a party and I was ready to like get turned and you were just not. Okay, there. but we got turned yesterday. Uh, well, it was like Coachella yesterday. I'm yesterday not was the Sahara tent at Coachella. It was the Sahara tent. So we're here in Israel for our cousin's wedding. Let's like say that. It's first. like a distant cousin. No, it's our dad's cousin's. It's son. our second cousin. He's our second cousin. So. We, they have like a week long festivities for this, for this fucking wedding. We had a Shabbat dinner. They went out uh, Saturday night, but we were in Jerusalem. And then last night or yesterday was a day beach party. And it's at this like open air, beautiful restaurant, I guess, on the beach in Tel Aviv. And it was like, it was the Sarah time. People were on Molly going insane. Okay, there was one guy there on Molly. One this guy. one guy was 100% on Molly. I should have taken a video of him and said when the Molly hits, he was on the floor break dancing, <laughs> sweating. Like, no one. I mean, it's really hot, but like, it was to another level with this yeah, guy. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, And we we were just dancing oh we drank like i think a bottle of and a half of rosé each but the thing about it is we sweat it all out so i like didn't even feel tipsy the entire I, like, time barely felt buzzed i know it's like what it's like what happens at coachella where you're just sweating out all the alcohol so it doesn't really make any sense so that was amazing and then we went to jaffa which is by far one of my favorite areas in israel so beautiful it's like what you think of when you when you um envision israel yeah the beautiful quarters and it's kind of corridors my husband said adam he was like it's kind of like jerusalem on the sea sea. yeah Yeah, it looks exactly like that yeah so that was beautiful we went to this amazing restaurant called kalamata and it looked like we were in greece we were in mamma mia we were in mamma mia we were in mamma mia truly and i just i would I should have posted all of this on the OKSIS Instagram. I posted some, but the amount of DMs I've received from my Instagram story last night, people are crying laughing at my stories. Why? Well, one, because I made the Sahara tent or Tel Aviv joke, which okay, people thought was really funny. Which I came up with. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Hello. Um, and then the one where Adam, so there's this section, there was this period at the end of the party where everyone got in like, Arab clothing. I'm not even really sure where this tradition came from. It was like an Alibaba situation. Yeah, we were like, are we? It was like Aladdin. Yeah, we were like, is this our tradition? Is this our tradition? Like, do we get to do this at our wedding? So they, everyone wore like these like literally Aladdin hats and like garb and they were carrying the bride and the groom on these like it was like Aladdin. Like, truly, it was like Aladdin. It was truly Aladdin. And Adam, we're just watching the parade of people like carrying the bride and groom and Adam is there. I know you thought this was hilarious. The Arab garb, and I was crying. I was like, Adam, how did you get there? How did you see? He jumped on in. Oh my god, he is so funny. Wow, he's he's like the guy that 
volunteers for things. You know, we're not those people. We don't volunteer. No, we you do not volunteer. We like, stay in the back. We stay in the back. We do not volunteer. We do not exert Adam's ourselves. Volunteer. He is like, let me get in there. I don't know anyone. I don't know the language, but let me get in this Arab. Yeah, you clothing. and I are like, let's dance alone in a corner. <gasps> oh, yeah. I hate volunteering. It's really weird because I'm I'm pretty outgoing, but I, I don't like to volunteer. I hate volunteering. Yeah. Well, you would make sense. But for me, I, I, yeah, we're not those kind of people that just kind of like. We're also not sports people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's what it is. If, you're, if, if, you, if you grew you're up a sports person, yeah. you're more of a volunteer. You're going to volunteer. Yeah, that's that's very that's, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyways, yeah, so we're here in Jerusalem. If any of you listeners are from Jerusalem, hit us up because we're a good time. We are a great we're time. We're a good time. We, we are we endless amounts of wine. Truly. I mean, it's n- overflowing at this point. It is over. And it's just you and me. Dad's not really drinking that much. I know. It's just you and me, baby. I know. Which is fine. Did I'm you miss me while I was gone for a week and a half? Yeah. Do you miss me like when you're not with me? Yeah, but you know what? Like, I need to miss you. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I should take that as a compliment. I'm not really sure it's what that means. It's a very good compliment. I have to miss people. I'm I'm not good with seeing people all the time. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Noted. <laughs> well, I really missed you. Okay. <laughs> I was very excited to see you, even though I was sick as a dog when sick I Sick as a dog. Landed I know. Thank here God you're better. I don't know. Better, I don't know. My voice doesn't sound so good right now. Yeah, I, I apologize to the listeners and uh, the imminent. Was it? What do I call it? I don't know. What the show must go on. What is it called? Vocal fry. Yes. The imminent okay, vocal fry from this, Scout. This is like a seven in the morning situation. Yeah, we're we're you know, content never sleeps as I as I frequently say. Yes, we do. Okay, so this episode's gonna be a little different because it's just us. Sorry. <laughs> I think we're a delightful treat. I, I don't know I, what you're talking I about. Agree. I think this will be like a breath of fresh air for you guys. You're not gonna have to like be on edge about with with the interviewer. Oh, it's like just us. But also, let me point out that I did really good in my solo episode I last know, week. You did. Your boyfriend Ben said I had high energy. So high energy scout over here. Yeah, I don't know where that's been this whole time. No, <laughs> oh my god, fuck off. <laughs> No, you um, you did really good. I and I mean, I knew you were gonna do fine, but it was well, like really surprising. I had, a po- I had a podcast by myself before this for a year. Yeah, you were really good at like going back and forth, and you know, good, very good. Thank you. I, I hope you guys impressed. enjoyed Courtney because she's a doll. Still was very very sad that I couldn't be there. But anyways, feeling feeling my tip top shape now. Um, okay, so we are going to touch on a few things that have sparked our interest. We have an agenda. Peaked our interest. Peaked our interest. We have an agenda here. Number one, this is a request from Scout to talk about Lauren Bushnell getting engaged. Okay, I like how you have to say it's a request from Scout. Yeah, because I didn't want to talk about this. Oh my god, I was so excited when I found I out. Because you literally only care about Bachelor people, but you haven't watched any of Hannah's season. Okay, I'm really, you know, ugh, I was going to say I'm busy, but I'm not allowed to busy brag. But I'm like not feeling TV right now, okay? Yeah, you Just said like, this give me a time. second. Okay, um, Lauren Bushnell. But there is an update on Bachelor with Jed. Yeah, we could talk about that. Okay. So Lauren Bushnell got engaged to Chris Lane. That's his name, right? I don't know. He's some I country think it's star. Chris Lane. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for her. I'm like, apparently Ben over Higgins the posted and no. Okay, so I read really this sweet. whole. I read this whole um article of Ben Higgins. He w- he said that when they split, it was very amicable, and they said to each other, like, I want you to find someone. Like, I don't want you to be alone. I want you to find your soulmate, and I want you to be happy. Hmm. So he was like, I'm overjoyed for her. I'm so yeah. happy for her. He said really nice things, which I thought was really... How many boyfriends did she have after Ben? Two. So she this had... This is her second. This is her second, yeah. 
Yeah, because she started dating that guy that she like, went to high school with or something. Oh. Like, they knew each other from childhood. Oh. That didn't work. And then she w- met Chris Lane on the set of his music video. She was the girl oh, in the music this is video. giving me very Chrissy Teigen vibes. Oh, yes. She met, um, what's his name? John Legend on the on music. music video. Yeah, so they met on the music video. And now they're engaged. Yeah, it was very cute. Very low-key, which I liked. It was, like, in, I think, one of his family's backyards. Yeah, and he wrote a song for her. Yeah. Too country for me, but that's okay. I'm kind of, like, thinking I'm converting to country. Okay, so I was driving in L.A. Listen, I was driving in L.A. I am going to push you off this bed. Listen. We're editing the podcast if you ever admit to that. Okay, but listen to me. I was driving in L.A., which sucks. Don't recommend it. <laughs> and um, I accidentally changed the radio station, and the country radio station came on, and I was like, I can fucking jam with this. I was really enjoying myself. Am I going to stagecoach next year? I'm not sure. I am. <laughs> I am speechless. I, this is so funny. I am giving a moment of silence. For the OKSIS podcast. It is now over. It is now <laughs> we over. We hope everyone enjoyed. <laughs> I cannot believe you're admitting to this. This is so embarrassing for you. Oh. Please okay. take this back. Please th- think long and hard before you want to actually. Th- I'm going to give you a second chance. No, I'm going to stick by this. <sighs> Baby, lay on back. Okay, we, okay back. we do love that song. Okay, that's, that's, that's Okay, but that's not like. Country. Country. Chicken fry with my beer. Oh, you know, remember when Uncle Lawrence went through a country phase? Oh, that was hilarious. Um, It was... Oh, shoot. What was that song? It was so funny. It, it was, was like, so bad. I'm here in my chuck. Got my beer, my girls. I'm in my chuck. I was like, how the fuck are you listening to this? This is just <laughs> gibberish. And ta- like, so much cheesy mode. It's like out of control. I can't. Yeah. Anyways, Ugh. congratulations to Lauren Bushnell. We are so excited for you. We can't wait to see your wedding dress. Happy that you're getting the I met her appropriate amount of fame that you have uh, requested. Okay, well, that was rude. Um, I met her once at you did? Yeah, oh, at Vandevoort, right. and I was like such a She fan. didn't like you. No, she did like me. She was so oh, sweet. Oh, I thought you said she was like intimidated by you. No. Oh, oh that, was, no, that would be name? amazing if someone was intimidated by me, but no. No, it was, uh, what's her name, the little one? Amanda Stanton. Yes. She was not into me because I was gushing over how much I was a fan of her and her current boyfriend, and they broke up like two days later publicly, so she was probably like, <laughs> you're wrong. Um, I'm going through a breakup. Can you please move? And I was like all up in her face, but yeah. Yeah, I guess moral of the story is don't gush about people's boyfriends. From the Bachelor Nation yeah. because they cycle <laughs> it, through them quite quickly. Yeah, very delicate over there. Very delicate over there. <laughs> um, okay, great. Also, uh, if we're going to extend our th- congratulations to Bachelor couples, Raven and Adam. Got engaged. Very cute. I like how they really took their time and they were very comfortable in taking their time and they were very secure in taking their time. What do you mean? Like... They didn't feel the pressure, the need to necessarily get engaged at the end of Paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, but they knew that they would our, get engaged. You our, know what I mean? Um, like, they knew they were going to be together forever. Are Astrid and what's his name engaged I yet? don't think so. Okay. Because they're Kevin. pretty solid. Remember Astrid when, and Kevin. Remember when he, like, essentially broke up with her, but only because he actually didn't want... He didn't want to be on that, like, weird stage where they go, where they go yeah. congregate at the end of, ba- of Paradise. Which I he had I recommend. some issues, like some like something was weird there. Yeah, but, something was weird there. Um, but Raven and Adam finally got engaged. Raven and Adam, congrats to Goose and fucking Crystal. Do you oh see yeah. them in San yeah, Diego? Yeah, they got married. 
Do you see them in San Diego? I have never run into them in San Diego. You have to. Let's take a workout class from her. Okay. <gasps> oh, also side note. Scout has agreed to work out with me today. And do you know why? Because we're doing the Skinny Confidential. So I... Skinny Confidential Bombshell Body Guide. <laughs> it's the only workout thing we're gonna I will get, ever We're going to get Bombshell Bodies? Yes. I paid the subscription. And you have never used it. I used it twice. <laughs> but I feel like I've consumed so much free content from her that I'm like, I will pay you $10 a month. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm glad we're going to be doing... We're putting it to use today. Um, I was going to go to CrossFit, but then I was like, you know what? Scout will do the Skinny Confidential one. Yeah, but we me. don't have yoga mats. And it's, uh, there's it's tile out there. What are we going to do? It, do? Is it... Uh, what is it? Like squats? Can we just do the squats part? Oh, do you want to do the butt one? I want to do abs, though. Yeah, but we cannot do abs Just on tile. You'll be okay. Put a towel. We're fine. Okay. This is called scrappiness. And I don't even have a sports bra. My boobs are going to be going everywhere. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, but I don't care. Okay. All right. Next, I would like to touch upon. We're gonna we're gonna breeze past this, but we'll just touch upon it. The the Instagram influencer that essentially got married on Instagram. Okay. Her my one problem. Okay. We'll fashion. First. Okay. Her name is Fashion Ambitionist on instagram she's an influencer but she's also works at goop she works she's like director of brand partnerships or something at goop and um essentially her boyfriend posted an instagram story of like a a, a highly produced video of him like walking through new york city and and saying like you know when i when we get married it's not going to be traditional we've always talked about this it's going to include something with travel and fashion and luxury and whatever and he, and he was like, okay, so find the next clue or whatever. It was like a scavenger hunt. And she just saw, sees this on his Instagram stories. And he's, she's with her friends and they show it to her. And she's like, wait, what's going, what's happening? She's trying to text him. Like he doesn't respond. Um, and the, the friends essentially take her in a car. They go to Montauk and she thinks he's going to be there. And he, and, and, and it, this whole thing is unfolding in real time. Like he, planned it down to this a T to upload different videos and scat and next clues when she was in every single location. It was kind of wild. Really creative, but like, come on. Uh, you Yeah, people were debating if it was SpawnCon or if it was planted in order to go viral because it went, in, I mean, it went out of control viral. This woman got another 100K thousand, 100,000 followers and um, people were kind of, thinking if this was something that they had uh pre-planned but i don't think it was because she so. she was she also has the funniest crying face it was i like couldn't take her seriously she looks <laughs> crazier than kim k <laughs> crying face but no it was really sweet i just Didn't like don't know in paris yeah so then the, at the end so she, she goes to each she, she went to miami she sees all her friends from college but like she she keeps face um you know giving updates she's like where are my brothers where's my mom like where is everyone and she gets to paris she thinks her parents are going to be there in the motel room they're still not there she the whole there's like a hashtag saying hashtag where's gabe or who is the fiance and she keeps being like i'm not even engaged yet i don't even know like it's you know it was all didn't they get married at the end yes so then finally she gets to paris she comes from she has a glam squad ready for her in her the, uh, the hotel room this all happens in two days like it, it was like a whirlwind and um, 
she gets all ready. She has to like buy her wedding dress like right there on the spot. See, that's the only problem I would have. But with the thing that. is, she d- sh- this is what she wanted. She had said she was filming when she was on the plane. She's like, this is what I wanted. I only I've only ever wanted a wedding where it was like the engagement was one day and then we got married the next day so that people wouldn't have to plan and this and that it's like it's just one whole thing a quick was her family in Paris yeah they were all in Paris and she so she you know was um she did an update where she said I just called my mom just to like talk to her and I could tell that she was like in a European city and she was like started crying she's like they're all there and I'm not there yet and all this stuff but it's really sweet. She like gets out of the car and he's there, like in this like giant garden in Paris. And oh my God. um he and she's she like collapses on the floor and starts crying. And then they get married on this like beautiful terrace. It's like just wow, their parents. What a, what a story. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Babe, step the fuck up. <laughs> no, but it was it I have mixed emotions about it. Like, I think it's great. I think it's cool. I think it's a little like kind of crazy in our time that they're going to say in a couple er, to their kids, like we got married on Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's so much a part of their life. Like yeah. people who they, are influencers, yeah. like that's that their, is their life. life. Yeah. So to do anything other than that, like it's like the Kardashians not filming their weddings. weddings. Yeah. Like no, you, you just don't do that. I know. It just, it wasn't, I don't think it would be for me, but it no, was it very entertaining. It for me, I would, would recommend. For me she has all the um, highlights. highlights. I would recommend. I think you would really like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna so. watch it, but yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for myself because I loved the process. The engagement. The engagement. Yeah, the, the long engagement, engagement was my favorite part. Yeah, I don't know. She. This is what she. She had told him she wanted. She's like, okay, I don't. I, I, I it. want it small. I want it. But it was, I mean, it was small in people, but everyone saw it on Instagram. Like it was yeah. very much a wide affair. Got it. Very interesting. I mean, it, I don't think they realized how viral it was going to go. Like, there's so many articles written up about it. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It. I love it. Um, okay, great. Next. Oh, you y- said we were going to breeze past that, and we spent like 20 minutes talking about Sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> Congratulations. A lot of marriage content today. Yeah, lots of marriage content today. Okay, you would like to talk about Tony Robbins. Okay, so I was scrolling on Instagram, which I honestly don't do too much, but I was scrolling on Instagram. And I saw an IGTV from Tony Robbins and I decided to listen to it. So let me preface this by saying I have not read the entire BuzzFeed article and I have not done like extensive research on this situation. Um, so I'm going to keep my opinions short and brief. Uh, he made a video. Apparently BuzzFeed is now reaching out to the charities that Tony Robbins is associated with and donates to and telling them to stop taking money from Tony Robbins. And in my opinion, that's crazy because the amount Tony Robbins has fed a billion people in this country, in this world. His philanthropic efforts should be separated separated from this situation. Donates millions. Like these corporations depend on Tony Robbins donations Mm. and to go out and to harm people in need that need this stuff that's crazy to me. Like that's taking it to another fucking level. Like the the feed for America, I think it's called, is where they've fed a billion people so far. That's I mean to so okay. What about this? If Harvey Weinstein was still donating money, would you think it would be wrong for those do- those charities to reject yes, the I would money? Not put Tony Robbins and Harvey Weinstein in the same box. That's the whole point. Is that we're not supposed to put everybody mm. into the same box? Right. 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 We right, have right. to judge them by their actions and then act accordingly right 
So, and so I just think that, um, like we shouldn't discount all of the good Tony Robbins has done and the, uh, to, to go after the charities who rely on him. I don't know. It hmm. seems as if they are just taking whatever means necessary to tear someone down. Got it. Okay. And it seems like a little much in my opinion. All right. I'm not going to comment on this because I am not educated enough on it, but okay. I just wanted to bring that attention. I, and, I, and, and I really want to hear what other people think because this is a very tricky situation in my opinion. So if you have done your research and you're a fan of Tony Robbins, if you're not a fan of Tony Robbins, DM me. I want to have a conversation about this. Slide into Scoutsy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before. And we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast. Because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. 
Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right, 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Okay, an update on my strained relationship with crystals. I'm so excited for this because I really don't know a lot about crystals, so I'm in- interested to learn. What? I've said this so many times. I'm like, Maz, I don't know why you think I'm like a crystal whore. I have one crystal that I like holding, and I don't know anything about crystals. What are you talking about? I have about? said this so many times. You literally praise the power, the healing powers, quote unquote, of crystals. I love my one crystal that I have, but I would not call myself like a crystal aficionado. Oh my God. Well, that's very hypocritical view. No, it's say I've you, said this say so many you, times. You use the crystal and you use it and you have no idea what it does or what it means. I what have it like means. a very brief understanding, but I'm not like super educated, knowledgeable and like collect crystals for a living. Hmm. I have one crystal that I we like We need to holding. have Spencer Proud on the podcast. Yeah, okay. All right. So a little backstory. I went to a meditation class at the studio called Unplug. And I didn't realize that the class was called Crystal Healing when I signed up for it. So I walk in to find that this instructor is this like athletic macho guy. And I tend to like it when meditation teachers don't look like the stereotypes of themselves. Like I like it when they're completely unexpected because it seems a little more relatable when they're just not like a young woman who's in like beads and looks like a yoga teacher. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Okay. So anyways, turns out he played football at Stanford, was in the NFL. He played uh, with the Green Bay Packers and had this successful football career because his dad always pushed him to do so. And he realized that he wasn't happy and quickly turned depressed. And his mom asked him to try crystals. And since he was willing to try anything at that point, he picked up a crystal and immediately felt balanced. Um, And he urged us to remove all our expectations of crystals uh before before the the class and you know remove like just remove what you think is supposed to happen or what the healing powers quote-unquote mean um so i committed to doing this because the class pass cost seven credits and i was not going to waste it so we all chose a random crystal and uh, I liked this because we didn't know the identifiers beforehand. Like, we didn't have any preconceived notions of what the actual crystal meant. So we kind of could create it in our minds and then kind of see if it connected to what the crystal was, quote, was like supposed to help you with. Um, so, all in all, I didn't feel anything out of the ordinary. But it was an effective meditation, but not necessarily impacted by the stone I was holding. So at the end, when we gave back our crystals, I asked him what mine was, and he said Desert Rose, which, as everyone knows, my middle name is Rose, and I love everything Rose, and I love, you know, Rose scent and things like that. And I love the desert. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. And he told me that I can keep the, the crystal, which was extremely gracious. But after the class, I looked up its 
supposed healing powers and it's known to rid the mind of old thought processes and that we hold that are outdated or overused is an excellent excellent stone for intuitive work it quiets the mind by ridding it of fear anxiety doubt and other distractions great this seems like something that applies to everyone but i became curious as to how a mineral a rock formation can emit healing powers okay so how does an inanimate object transmit energy over all inanimate object, objects? Why can't we be touching a flower? Well, I understand the nature, but why this particular way that it was formate, I hear form, you. formulated I hear you. as a rock? Okay, so I understand spirituality and the connection between our emotional, physical, and spiritual selves. And I understand the energy ser- that serves as human conduits. I get it. speaking, like, very quickly. Oh, I don't think so. But... How can a pretty rock improve mental clarity and cognitive function? And after doing some research, I discovered that there's absolutely no science backing the crystal phenomenon (laughs) in in industry. It's essentially all one big placebo effect, but that doesn't necessarily mean mean that it doesn't work. That we should dismiss it. Yeah. So if 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 the activity is net positive, then that makes it efficacious. For me, why my crystal works is because I have an oral fixation and need to do something with my hands. Right. So when I hold the crystal and I like rub my hands on it, it calms, it soothes me. Sure. And I could pick any, I could pick any rock and it would probably do the same effect, but I like that mine's pretty and it's clear and and I like the shape of it and like the the properties of it. I just like was drawn to this one specific crystal. I just don't, believe that so many people are convinced have convinced themselves that that holding rocks can help clear energy blockage like how is that how has this happened (laughs) like i'm just so perplexed we need to have a crystal person on because we do i i need someone to explain to me how this inanimate object can emit this type such specific energy too so every single one is different purposes and I just I get the nature the grounding of it and it's it's a miracle that it was able to form well this type of way and they're beautiful but it's like flowers are fucking beautiful like I just don't get I hear you why your other points are very valid yes so thank you for reading that whole soliloquy yes this was a soliloquy for sure it was a freaking magilla oh a magilla it was a McGill. Can you turn on the AC? I'm spitzing again. No, I'm not turning on the AC. Oh my god, I'm really spitzing. Um. Anyways, so, oh, I have one other point. So let's say this crystal is known to improve concentration and boost creativity. If you knew that, it would do it. And you said it over and over to yourself as a mantra and held the crystal while doing so, then maybe that would manifest itself. But what does the crystal specifically have to do with so that? So when I picked up my crystal, I had no idea what it was used for or anything. Right. Um, it just helped me remain a little bit calm because it, it passed nervous energy through my hands into like an object, if that makes sense. Like I was rubbing it and moving into my hands and it just helped me kind of clear energy, like negative energy, like nervous, frantic energy. But that's what I do. Like, that's why I used to smoke cigarettes because I used my hands and my mouth to move energy around. Hmm. So it's just, it's more of the hand motion versus the actual rock itself, I think. But it is a pretty way to do that. (laughs) So. (laughs) Well, anyways, shout out to this teacher at Unplug. Fuck, I I forgot his name. He was very sweet. I have to go with you to Unplug. Yes, you do. You would have liked this one that I went to on Sunday. Um, 
this guy was very much into energy. I was so pissed. Okay, I'm too hot. Please. Oh, my goodness. You Sorry. Were, you were crazy. It's not Pause. even that hot in here. Pause. I'm literally drenched in sweat. I need to put on the AC. Okay, okay there the we AC go. The AC is on. Um, so I was so pissed off because I was... I know that you shouldn't meditate for, like, the glory of it, but... Um, I for the glory of yeah, it what do you I'll mean tell you. so insight the app they um track, insight timer yeah they mm-hmm. track um all your meditations and so i and was it says your w- milestones yeah. and like all this shit all of them have that i know well i was really stoked about it and i was about to hit my 40-day milestone oh, you fucked it up had to go back to one day no and i meditated at tw- after midnight like like 20 minutes after midnight yeah and it didn't count it, and I had to go back to one, and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I wanted my 40 days consecutive thing. I was so mad. Yeah, that sucks. And now, and then, honestly, I mean, like, I was so mad. Yeah, it's like sobriety. Once you okay, slip, but not <laughs> once you slip up, you have to go back. You, it's a little glory thing. Like, you want to be able to say that you were... Yeah, Doing counting it days long. like really helps you like stick with something. Absolutely. All right, on to the next what area is of topic. The next area of topic on our agenda. Uh, I would like to briefly touch upon Taylor Swift. Okay, why? Um, so Taylor Swift uh, has a new two new songs. She's coming out with an album soon, and the second song called "You Need to Calm Down." The music video came out. There's been a lot of discourse surrounding this music video. It's essentially a ode to pride, and it establishes herself as an a, a, a ally. LGBT ally. Ally, sorry, <laughs> an ally. <laughs> it establishes herself as an LGBTQA ally. Shut up. <laughs> and. A lot of people have been saying that she's exploiting the whole spectacle and com- capitalism and commercialization that Pride has become. You know, the music video is literally, people have said, if you just Google typical gay things on Google, she essentially just wrapped all that up and put it in a like music video. Like, what's an example? I mean, so every prominent gay person is in it. Ellen makes an appearance. Um, She's really into like uh, garnering. What's, her, what's his name? I don't know. Who's the Who's the drag race? RuPaul, oh, RuPaul. Um, Laverne Cox. Like just every every prominent LGBTQA leader is in it, and it's you know very colorful. A lot of rainbows and and uh, parades and people. You know, it's just it's very. It's a little tone deaf, and people are just. Yeah, but what about those leaders that agreed to be in it? What are they going to say? You know, no. I know they could have said no, but I don't know. It's very interesting. It does have a call to action at the end where it says, "Please donate." And it would have been nice if she had said, "Like I donated X amount to this foundation, or I'll match a dollar, I'll match or something." But it really was just like here's a pretty music video about gay rights that really has nothing to do with being gay and what the complexities are and what people's rights are actually like what we're fighting for. And, but here's a thing that you could donate to. Like, I don't know. It didn't seem, it seems disingenuous. Yeah. And look, she's been pretty atypical, apolitical her whole career. So it's nice that this is the, the, the stance she wants to, you know, rally behind. 
it's just I think I think she should have done a little more research into you know how to portray it seemed gay, you, you're gay trying community. to say it seemed one dimensional yeah completely it was very surface and level. i think this year especially there's been a lot of discussion around pride and yeah. and and the portrayal of it and what it means and how we and yeah how it could diversify because not a lot of a, a lot of gay people and the, I know, I mean, I'm completely speaking out of a place of privilege here. I have, I really don't know, but it, it, they don't all relate to rainbows and and thongs on West in, in Santa Monica Boulevard. And we help, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not what gay people are. It's not just this one, one facet. facet. It's one community exactly. The gay community. And I think Pride has just. You know, and there's this corporate, but I have to and say, corporate America has completely just jumped on the bandwagon. They're like, let's just slap a, a rainbow on our yeah. thing and say we're, you know, gay pride. It's like, you know, yeah, like do a, something else. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, isn't that great that corporations are standing by that, that community? Sure, but they're not doing it in a way that's effective. Like, donate money. Do something. Not just be like, here's a sale. Yeah, Happy pride. Like Awareness it has its merits. Sure. Like just the just the pure premise of awareness has benefits to society. I know, but it does seem it's just seems it's kind of like how have how people have jumped on the Me Too bandwagon and the like female empowerment where it's it's coming at a place of of capitalism rather well, that's than how, that's, informative that's, action. If you want to get into like lit theory, that's how our society works. What happens is when there is an outside community or a minority or a whatever a cause that is rising yeah. to the front. What we do is to make it mainstream, we convert it into capitalism and consumerism. That's how we accept the minority into the majority. I fucking hate our world. So that's so like for example, Bob Marley. Bob Marley was yeah. anti society, anti this, anti that. How did we make him how did we make him a part of society? We made Bob Marley T shirts, Bob Marley flags, yeah. Bob Marley Bob Marley posters. We chain we converted him into consumerism, so therefore now he is a part of the larger f- picture. But then Instead the cause is lost. Yeah, the, the, cause the is essence lost. is yeah. lost. Yeah. But that's how we accept <sighs> outside causes into the mainstream society. Wow, very, very profound. But uh, shout out to Taylor Swift. Song is the song is a banger. Okay, gonna, well, let's you know end what? on that note. I'm going to come out and say it. Everyone knows I am a deep Taylor Swift hater, but this song, wow. Yeah, you were playing it. It's 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 good. It's a banger. You yeah. know what? I'll give it to her. She makes some fun songs about that one song me me no that was terrible people people have come out and said like that is a terrible song i can't believe she's also listen it's taylor swift you're not gonna say no to her do you know how much fucking influence she has okay so apparently i i you know i listen to a lot of pop culture podcasts so i hear people's investigative natures about taylor Swift. people get like very deep within her and they said that historically she released the singles she releases before an album are usually the worst songs. Like that's just her typical pattern. Interesting. Yeah. Because I think she, she like just has you with the best one. Exactly. But good segue into my next topic. You're talking a lot on this podcast. Oh, okay. The next topic, but this is something that you can contribute to. Thank you. The Jonas brothers are back. So, 
Scout is now a Jonas Brothers stan, and okay, I'm not so, here for it. Okay, so here's the thing: is that Micah Frank actually pointed my friend Micah pointed out to me on Instagram that we are not Joe Burrow amateurs because our favorite song when we were younger was Year Three Thousand. It doesn't matter. That's the only song you know. Yeah, but that was a very important song to growing up. And no, you're right. I was not a Joe Burrow fan. Um, you didn't, didn't sit. It. You did sit outside of the hotel in New York City with me when we were there. Yeah, Remember that? Fuck no, and I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> Um, and then all of a sudden, Cool and Roller Coaster came around. We are, and I am obsessed, obsessed with I'm that obsessed song, Roller Coaster. With the song Roller Coaster. Even Adam was, um, he was like humming it. He was not humming, <laughs> whistling, whistling it. He was whistling. I was like, it. "Are you whistling the Jonas Brothers?" Yeah, no. Like Roller Coaster is my jam right now. You know, it sounds like every Avicii song, and I don't care. It's so good. It, it's so, so good. So good. It's such a feel good song. It puts you in an instantly good mood. Even I really like Cool. Yeah, Cool's great. I the whole like, album's I don't great. like the main one. What's the main one? Sucker. I don't like Sucker. I'm a sucker of That's not my favorite one. Cool and Roller Coaster. Roller Coaster is just. Should I take Aaron's place at the Joe Bro concert? You, you absolutely should. I'm not kidding. I don't know why he's going. Yeah, he doesn't even listen. So my mom got us tickets. She was like, uh, invite Natalia, our stepsister. So I did. And, she, and Natalia says, invite, invite Aaron. He was a big Jonas Which Brothers is our fan. stepbrother. The, yeah. And I was like, wait, Aaron was a big Jonas Brothers fan. <laughs> so we bought him a ticket and I was having dinner with him. And I said, we're going to Jonas Brothers. Like, are you so excited? I hear you're a fan. He's like, am I? <laughs> oh, my God. His sisters probably just made him yeah. listen to it his whole he, life. He just said, if you mean that they just played it in the house when I was growing up, then sure, I'm a fan. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yes, you should definitely take a spot. We're going to have so much fun. When is it? Uh, I believe September. It's at the fucking Hollywood Bowl, which you know is my is my jam. Oh my god, but seriously, going to big concerts like that gives it's not me anxiety big. because leaving is such a shit show. Do you remember what we went through to see Beyonce? That was that was the Rose Bowl. I will never go to the I Rose will Bowl never. again. So Mads and I went to go see Beyonce and we were having a great time. Nobody was dancing but us. And I know, um, in the rain. Literally, no one was dancing. We were in the literally the back row, but that's fine. We couldn't see anything. And then, so we're, we're leaving and they don't let Ubers come into what the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So you have to walk outside of the rose bowl so we're like fine whatever we'll walk to the top i think no we walked deal. 10 miles so we walked to the top there's so many people that you can't get an uber for the life of both you. our phones died you can no not yet your phone died and maddie refused to move out of the bacon hot dog sandwich line <laughs> and i was yelling at her saying our phones are gonna die this is dire we have no time for food this at this is moment dire. <laughs> we're gonna have to sleep on the streets of we're pasadena. in pasadena <laughs> stranded and then we literally walked five miles to an abandoned gas station. But still people were with us. People like it were was, still with us. It was still people from the concert walking. And we finally got a cab. My a random cab in the middle of Pasadena. When has it ever happened? It was at 3 in the morning. And my phone was on 1% battery. And, and it we died. Died right, right when we, we got, got into this cab. We're like, take us home, please. Yeah, we were crying to him. We were just like, we're going to sleep on the streets of Pasadena. And we were. And our mom wasn't in town. So no one was in town to pick us pick up. Pick us up. Yeah. Oh. Traumatic. Oh, trauma. Dramatic. Drama. All okay. for you, Queen Bee. All for you, Bay. Yeah, I don't think I would have done it again. <laughs> no, I will never do it that again. So I will terrible. never go to, unless someone is picking thing, me up. Unless the, someone is picking me up. The thing about the Rose Bowl, or the thing about that night was, I don't even remember the concert because it was so tarnished by our fucking experience yeah, afterwards. Yeah, like bad. I, it was terrible. No, the Hollywood Bowl is not bad. You just walk down the street and then you can get an Uber yeah, very yeah, easily. Yeah. The Rose Bowl is a shit show. Okay, um, current fixations. Um, mine's easy. Mine's Tuscany this week. Oh, come on. You can't think of something else. Nope. 
Okay, fine. My Brazilian blowout. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is giving okay, me let all me, the feels. Okay, let me let me comment Does my on hair this. Look good? Your hair looks like a mermaid. Oh my god. Like you truly look like an Israeli Middle Eastern princess. You I look like love you. you look like Jasmine oh my from god. Aladdin. Oh my god, man. You came out of the airport and I was like, "Oh, did you crimp your hair? Like, did you do a new curl?" And you're like, "No, this is my natural hair when I got out of the shower because of the Brazilian blowout." And I was floored because when I get when I get Brazilian blowout, it does not look like that. That's because you when you get them too many times over it fucks and over, it, up, it yeah. straightens your hair so much to the point that the bottoms are straight, straight, the middle is wavy, the top is curly. Yeah, my hair it just looks like so a fucking mess. So I haven't gotten a Brazilian, and honestly, this Brazilian blowout isn't even that good. Usually, it's way straighter the first. No, hair. but that's what I your no, Brazilian blowout is exactly what yeah, I want. Yeah, but this is gonna last. This it's not gonna look. Yeah, like it this doesn't after last. I wash yeah. it. It barely it barely lasts. Yeah, sucks because that that is the hair that we've been after forever. <laughs> it doesn't. I last. know. I think I'm just gonna wear it like this to the wedding tomorrow. I don't think I'm gonna straighten it. Oh. I think I'm gonna go get my hair done again. It's it's like disgusting. Maybe right I'll now. go with you because you said it was cheap, right? Yeah, only twenty five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. All right, my current fixation is this book that, that I reading? just finished. Not 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 the book I'm reading right oh. now. The book I finished called "From the Corner of the Oval" by Beck Dornstein. Guys, I fiction. It's a memoir. So let me okay. let me let me say what it's about. So it's a memoir about the stenographer during the Obama administration. And New York, the New York Times explained it perfectly. It's equal parts C-SPAN and Sex in the City. But what I love most about what it is, about it is she exposes how human the people are that work behind politics and behind the White House, essentially. And she has like an affair with a mid-level West Wing staffer and she ends up like anywhere she travels she goes to the gym with Obama essentially because he goes to the gym every morning and she's a runner so she would like meet him there not meet him there but she would see him there and it's I I can't tell you how surprising this book was like first I read the back and I was like ugh, White House like a memoir it doesn't it's not gonna feel light like it's probably gonna be very political which I'm I, you know I'm, I don't tend to like to read things like that so but it's about this she's such a gifted writer she's so silly it's hilarious the whole time she just fell into this job she found it on Craigslist the stenographer for the stenographer it's where you um type out everything that the uh, oh, that's I, I always thought that was a terrible job no no so she, she doesn't need to know shorthands all she does is record it and then she later goes and types everything up but she got to be on she flew air force one for five years she got to be literally sitting with obama every single interview he did every single speech because of craigslist yeah she found it on craigslist that's crazy. but she became friends with like all the staffers and they would yeah. go out drinking when they're in cabo and they're in japan or you know they flew everywhere with him yeah that's, isn't that's that wild. it's so cool and i loved learning about the logistics and how intense it is to plan and fly with the president like you it's still whole, haven't read michelle obama's memoir. i know i need to you need to i know i know i know because i'll bring it so, to you next time i come to la so we talked so this book was um covered in my girls night in book club and everyone was saying like i just read uh, michelle obama's book and it was so great to because th- she was recounting s- some of the s- some of the stuff. events so okay, i have great. to read it oh you have to read it it is i devoured it it was one of those books where you start it and you're like 
okay, I can there's finish this in one day. I love there's books like something that. so appealing about unveiling the White House mystique. It is like, there's incredible to see the because we view these people as such giants almost, and that it's very behind closed doors. We don't know, we don't what, know goes what goes on. on. Yeah, these people were just like kids. They were all 25 years old. No, it's just a job. It's just a job. They were. I mean, they're brilliant, but they're like getting drunk like going out yeah, in the, like you know hotel people. bars like they were just people yeah and obama apparently like the way she described him i mean it's everything we envisioned like He's so poised amazing. such a leader just so when shit hits the fan he is just so calm, calm and, and he's in the gym the next day with her yeah. like it's just great okay, oh I'm you read it oh you have especially to especially because i love michelle obama's memoir she is, uh the book is becoming a movie which is i'm oh I can't wait. Okay, good curtain fixation. Okay, mask. great. Can you give us the word of the week? That sounds like a you problem. It's an adjective. He is Oniric. This book from the corner of the oval is Oniric. It's dreamy to me. Haruki Murakami is Oniric. Dear God, everyone take a shot. Let's bring it all back to Murakami (laughs) real quick. I haven't mentioned him on the podcast in a while. Yeah. I bought his new book. Oh, my God. I'm dying to read it. Oh, he has a new book? I didn't bring it because um, it's hardcover and it's literally huge. And I I just didn't have room for it. So I'm reading a different book. But once I'm done, I'm going to read the new Murakami You're reading A Little Life. What is it called? The Little Life. The Little Life. I would highly discourage you from reading that. Yes. I'm just going to tell you now to stop. No. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me the ending. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, please don't. Um, we're no. both reading such big books. I hate big books. I love big books. I know you favorite. do. You like big books, big books, so you cannot lie. I hate big books. Gives me anxiety, but I am reading a ginormous book right now. Yeah, you This are. is the biggest book I've ever read. Yeah, this is a pretty It's big called book. The Interestings by Meg Wolitzer. How many pages it? Oh, it's like 540. That's not too big. That is, oh my God, I think I'm going to stop. I, can't. I go to no, this book is This book is actually incredible. Huh. Yeah. Can we take some time to read today? I haven't read in a while because we've been so go, go, go on this trip. Well, you're going to the fucking Shook. I was going to go to uh, a cafe and I read. I got to go to the Shook in the Old City. You got to go to the Shook. Okay. Um, reviews. Okay, we are going to so do a little segment called We Read Our Reviews because um, Scout and I just stumbled upon our review section and we didn't realize that it's popping off. It is popping. You guys are fucking amazing. It's and let poppin'. me just say. Wait, read the one about me. That's really okay, funny. Okay, so my favorite review thus far, which is the most accurate of them all. I mean, it's not my favorite because we have some really good ones, but this one was really great. I love the sisters and I appreciate the conversations and the enthusiasm. Maddie can get extremely loud throughout, though, out of nowhere. So I guess listen at a low volume, especially at work. <laughs> Kudos who to whoever wrote this. I love, I it. love you. I feel you. I it's feel been my entire you. life, my whole life. I have had to deal with it a is sudden so true. outburst it's of sudden. volume. It's sudden. It's so sudden. My grandma says you the same know. thing. She's like, I'm listening to it in my earphones, and all of a sudden, Maddie starts Screams. laughing, and I like can't even. Hear I know. Anybody. Sorry, guys. I just get so excited. Oh, t- uh, let's oh, read the one that compares us to Gossip Girl. Oh, that one's really good. Hold on, let me find it real quick. Seriously. Oh, 
I know. We were like, is anyone listening? And then we looked at our review section and we were like, oh, damn. It's popping. My lip gloss is popping. So if you guys listen to OKSIS podcast and you are a fan of Mads and me, we love you so much. Please rate us five stars and leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review and we'll we'll read it. We'll read it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, but you wanted to mention... Do you have one to read? Ugh. It's okay. Everyone check it out. We love we love new poets. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, like young young meat people that are revolutionizing the old art form of poetry. Okay, um, so that's it. This was a fucking long ass episode. What talking for? Well, the battery died halfway through, so I'm not really sure. Oh, how long? I think it might be 45 minutes. Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad, guys. Um, we had a lot to catch up on, so I'm glad yeah, we had this we little recap guys. episode. Um, all right, so we love you. Keep following on OKSIS podcast um, on Instagram because we're gonna be posting some premium content of us at a wedding, drinking rosé, which is gonna be, you know. Premium. premium. As premium as it, as it gets. And us dancing, which is super premium. I know. I'll post more on OKSIS instead of Maddie Mayo, but you can still follow me at Maddie Mayo because it's, again, premium over there as well. Oh, my uh, God. For different reasons. And, um, but yeah, so we love you. We love you, sisters. And enjoy your week. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.